I met up with Liron Lavitourkenich in Haifa. We're in Haifa, uh, my hometown, and we're sitting in a nice room, <laughs> a nice quiet room, and uh, discussing uh, type and letters. Liron, you see, is a typeface designer. I always loved uh, languages and words and letters and books. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't know why I want to be a graphic designer, and then I realized that there is a sub profession in this profession that is called typeface design and when I knew that you can design letters and someone actually designs letters and how they look this is the moment I fell in love and I knew I wanted to do that for my career and Haifa where Liron grew up turned out to be the perfect setting for launching that dream career of hers so two quick things you need to know one any official signage in Israel road signs, signs on governmental buildings, things like that, should, at least according to the law, be written in Hebrew, Arabic, and English. And two, Haifa has a pretty sizable Arab minority, something like 10% of the population. But Liron never studied Arabic, and couldn't read the Arabic on any of the countless multilingual signs around town. And at some point, I realized that I'm looking at the Arabic as if it's decorations and not like it's letters with content. And it really started to bother me. How is it possible that for 30 years I've been staring at these signs and not really noticing that Arabic has something to say? And I wanted to, to start a project that will give the Hebrew and the Arabic the same kind of respect. At the time, she was an undergrad at the Shinkar College of Engineering, Design and Art. She was about to graduate and was searching for an idea for her final project. That's when she stumbled upon the work of a 19th century French ophthalmologist, a guy by the name of Louis-Emile Javal. Javal had a lab at the Sorbonne, made some important contributions in the fields of astigmatism and eye tracking, and even developed an innovative device, the Javal Schutz ophthalmometer which measured the curvature of the corneal surface of the eye. But Liron was interested in something else he had done. A somewhat surprising finding about the way we read. He discovered something that applies to Latin. Latin letters, English, French, Italian, uh, Portuguese. Uh, so if you only look at the top part of the letters, you can actually read them. And that was astonishing. And if you try at home to cover the bottom of the letters of the Latin alphabet, so the A and the B, you basically need only the top half. And I, I love this idea. And I just started doing this wild experiment, and I tried to see if it works for Hebrew. It didn't take long before Liron figured out that... Emil Javal was wrong about Hebrew. Uh, it doesn't work like the Latin, but it works the other way around. So for Hebrew, you basically need the bottom half in order to read. So most identifying characteristics are at the bottom. And uh, this was extremely cool to discover. I loved it. I could basically read just by using the bottom part of the Hebrew. And then I checked uh, if it's working for the Arabic. Most of the information in Arabic, just like in the Latin scripts, is contained in the upper half of the letters. Well, if you think um, visually, you can imagine that if you only use the bottom part of the Arabic, the shape that comes out is a bit like waves. Basically, many, many, many letters have this ball shape at the bottom, and they look very similar. So you would need the top half. This realization, 
that for the sake of legibility, Hebrew only required the bottom and Arabic only the top, immediately got Liron going. The idea was to, to mix them into one experimental script. The top half would always be Arabic and the bottom half would always be Hebrew. And that way, if you are used to reading Arabic, you would look at the top half of the letters. And if I would read Hebrew, I would look at the bottom half of the words. Liron began combining each one of Hebrew's 22 letters with each one of Arabic's 28, and forming 638 entirely new hybrid letters. But it's a whole new letter. It's one coherent letter that looks like one letter that you've never seen before. I guess this is sort of like the typeface version of those mythological half-man, half-fish creatures. So I didn't invent these letters, you know, from scratch. I, I kept the most essential parts of them, and then I merged them or stitched them together. And what did you call your mixed language? So I called it Aravrit, uh, which is uh, Aravit in Hebrew means Arabic, and Ivrit means Hebrew. So it's, it's a hybrid of these two words, just like this project is, actually. What was the first word you wrote in Aravrit? I wrote the word Safa, language. Uh, I'll show you. <laughs> So this is Safa. Liron pulled out her laptop and started showing us examples of Varavrit. Lura in Arabic. Okay, so what are we looking at? This is my uh, font editor. This is how I design um, the typefaces and Varavrit. And in this software, I can actually just move around the dots and change how the, how the letters look. So this is how I work on it. Um, oh, I know, I know, I know what to show you. If you're having a hard time visualizing Garavrit, just go to our website. We've posted some images and short videos. Are there letters that were particularly problematic? Yes. <laughs> so the Ra, for instance, in Arabic, actually goes below the lines. So this is still giving me a very hard time because the Arabic is supposed to be on the top. So each time there is Hebrew and then there is this one Arabic letter kind of sneaking into the Hebrew part, which is nice, I think, conceptually as well. In any event, you might think that Aravrit was labeled as a quaint, left-wing naivete and just ignored. But... Well, friends, Aravrit became a cultural meme. A video clip about the project had millions of views, and tens of thousands of Israelis shared and liked it. Then, one day, Liron was... Invited to visit uh, the president of Israel. Uh, and uh, I made in Aravrit a greeting for the Ramadan. And we brought two kids, one who is speaking Arabic and one who is speaking Hebrew. And they were supposed to paint the word and color it and kind of offer this nice greeting from the president to the, the Arabic uh, citizens. The two kids, seven-and-a-half-year-old Uriel Reifen from San Simon and seven-year-old Marianne Farouja from Enkarem, sat down. They looked at the piece of paper and they just asked them, oh, can you read this? They've never seen these letters before. They've never seen the project before. And I was stunned because they could just read it so easily. They did not make any effort. And this was the most emotional part of this project for me. I obviously started crying and it was so sweet, the effortless way of them reading it. It was just so native to them. It was amazing. Yeah. Uriel and Marianne actually became friends after that joint audience with the president, and have already had a playdate. It was, both mothers told me on the phone, a big hit. Hey, I'm Ishi Harman, and this is Israel Story. 
Israel Story is brought to you by PRX and is produced together with Tablet Magazine. Now, in case you've spent the last 20-something minutes frantically searching Microsoft Word for an Aravrit font, I'll just say that it isn't available just yet. For now, Liron still designs each word individually, usually by request. There are certain words that I don't really want to design in Aravrit. For instance, the word peace or the word coexistence. A lot of people ask for these words and I say that I'm not designing them for now because I think that it doubles the message, actually. I think you shouldn't say peace and then in the letters they mean peace as well. I rather say and write different words that are basic and from our daily lives and you will get the message of peace and coexistence and whatnot. Where do you see Ravrit in 10 years from now? Wow. <laughs> I hope in many places, and I hope it brings a lot more discussion and just very simply that people wouldn't ignore the other script, which is always there. You know, you see Arabic every day next to Hebrew. This is basically it. You still see Hebrew next to the Arabic in Aravrit, but they're closer together this time. Mm-hmm.